Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Good morning. Welcome to Money Talk. I'm Mike Mancini, RBC Wealth Management for Christina.com. Thanks for tuning in this morning. Uh, had a busy week in the markets this week. A lot of volatility. Uh, recording this on Friday morning. Of course, the big uh, talk this week is the continued slide in oil prices. Uh, at one point, uh, we were down below 59, 58 and, and change for West Texas Intermediate, which is down from, you know, June, July levels of uh, 105. So that's been a very big drop in oil prices. Um, thankfully, we're starting to see that filter to the uh, to the pumps. So uh, I, I guess you could say that the oil price slide, you know, while causing some some ruckus in the financial markets, uh, you know, it, there's two sides to every trade. And as consumers uh, and companies like airlines and uh, uh, other transportation stocks, it's going to be a good thing. It's going to save them money. I think what, what remains to be seen is what the fallout is going to be from uh, these lower energy prices in the financial markets. There's a uh, an article I read this week uh, from, um, I guess, Malden Economics that uh, the title of it is, When the Market Moves Fast, Stuff Blows Up. And, you know, people get used to certain kind of markets. They get used to a low volatility type environment, become complacent, maybe stop hedging maybe allow themselves to have unbounded downside risk. And in the last month alone, uh, according to this piece in uh, Malden Economics, I just want to give credit because I'm sort of paraphrasing what they're saying. We've seen massive moves in oil and also the dollar. I think people lose track of how strong the dollar has been this year versus the euro and the yen. Uh, and a host of other currencies. And he says, I assure you someone is going to get hurt. Energy companies will get hurt by lower oil prices. Exporters are going to get hurt by a a rising dollar. But there are other knock-on effects. Uh, He points out Canadian banks could get hurt by the lack of investment banking business from the energy sector. And, you know, there's, uh, there's other connections that you can make. So, you know, he, he ends by saying, so what is going to blow up? And he says, by definition, you can't know exactly when the risk has been hedged away through derivatives uh, and when it hasn't. But a 40% move in oil, a 10 to 15% move in the dollar, someone is likely uh, in some type of trouble. Someone who is using leverage could be someone systemically important. That could spook the markets. You don't know. But um, I guess 
his take on things was that volatility right now is still historically cheap and you know he he's willing to make some bets uh on there being some downside some type of disruption uh due to the really rapid drop especially in oil uh it, it's really you know caught people by surprise the big day that we saw oil uh, first drop was on Thanksgiving when our markets were closed uh but European markets were open and, and other markets around the world were open and OPEC had a meeting and they decided not to cut production and I think oil may have dropped on Thanksgiving I don't know close to nine percent uh in one day it, it was a it was a pretty precipitous drop uh at that point dropping to under seventy so in the time between that trading uh, and this week uh we've dropped about another ten points uh to under sixty so that is really a big drop and it has a lot of effects particularly in the energy sector but there's one of the things I, I talked about this week on uh, I do a, a market minute, little market update for uh, for WILM, and what I talked about was the high yield bond market. Uh, for those of you, sometimes people call high yield bonds junk bonds, but the high yield uh, bond market uh, over the last three or four years has uh, really because of the low interest rates enjoyed really, really low interest rates for companies in the energy sector to come out and and finance drilling deals um, for the fracking industry. And I think since 2010, maybe $550 billion uh, in debt has been issued by energy companies. And what we've seen happen in the really the last couple of weeks is that the demand for these high yield bonds issued by energy companies uh has really diminished uh pretty markedly so much that the yields now on a lot of this uh energy debt uh you know has gone around is now yielding 13 14% and it's estimated that the default rate will be well above um, historical levels, maybe not even this year. But if these low energy prices persist for any period of time, uh, a lot of these drillers and things are at least hedged in the short term against falling oil prices. But if the prices stay low for an extended period of time, uh, their cash flow and and because they are so heavily indebted, uh, becomes potentially unmanageable. So we've seen a big sell-off just this week in high-yield bonds, high-yield bonds in general. And one of the problems with that market has been uh, a lack of liquidity. In other words, uh, sellers, people who are trying to get out of these high-yield bonds are having trouble uh, finding bids for them. Um, I mean, the bids that, that make sense, bids that are where the market is. So, um, and there's some other factors that, um, I guess, complicate 
the the way that these vehicles are trading uh, in exchange traded funds and things like that make them appear much more liquid than they are. And so that's causing some problems. So yeah, if you're the type of person that, that reads the Wall Street Journal, keeps up on financial news, keep your eyes peeled for articles about the high yield bond market because uh, just in talking to some people that uh, I'm friendly with that are that are in that business uh, on that side of it, um, they say that the that the lack of liquidity uh, really is, is speaking volumes. So, uh, and again, if you're an investor, you know maybe in your 401k you have exposure to high yield bonds. Yeah, perhaps you you may want to think about cutting some of that exposure. It's been a great asset class uh, for the last four or five years. But it's also very cyclical. And, you know, we're just coming out of a period, I think, where we've seen the lowest yields that I've ever seen in the high yield bond market. And now it looks like maybe we're pricing risk in that sector a little bit differently. Now, maybe this will blow over and it won't be a big deal, but it's impossible to know that right now. So if you have a large portion of your 401k, in these uh, high yield bonds or junk bonds, maybe it makes sense to uh, to to dial back your exposure a little bit. The thirty year bond, which I'll talk about a little bit later, but the thirty year bond has uh, moved substantially lower uh, over this last couple of weeks. Uh, we're back down to, I believe, about two point eight percent on the 30-year bond, and on the 10-year, we're at about 2.12%, which is just uh, hard to believe that that yields have gone that low uh, so fast. If you'd like to get in touch with me off the air, 855-704-2205. I'm Mike Mancini, RBC Wealth Management. You can also get me at fortchristina.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more Money Talk. 